Imagine that you've just stepped out of your tent and you're looking at the sky. You're Isaac, and you haven't seen a single cloud in five months. Nope, that's not right. There was that one cloud 25 days ago that was about the size of your hand. It teased you into believing that you might actually get some rain, but then it passed over you without a single drop, taunting you as it drifted off into the sunset. Your water reserves are rapidly disappearing, and if you don't do something soon, your family and livestock are going to run out of water and food. You pack up your family and move everyone to Gerar, where you've heard that the famine is not nearly as severe. After you arrive and settle in Gerar, God appears to you one night. He says, Do not go to Egypt, but stay here in this land. If you do, I will be with you and bless you. You marvel at how God knew you were thinking of going to Egypt. It is a land filled with everything that you would need to provide for your family. But you think back to all the stories your dad Abraham shared with you about God's faithfulness. God always provided for your dad every time he gave a direction. As you struggle with your decision, you ask yourself, how can I know that God will be faithful to me? I'm Pastor Michael, and this is Chicken and Waffles, the Bible podcast for preteens, where learning and obeying God's Word creates preteens that are unique and unforgettable, just like Chicken and Waffles. Hello, everyone. It is Pastor Michael. I am so glad you're here, and I hope you are ready to become unique and unforgettable with me today. Now, some fascinating things have happened at the beginning of Genesis chapter 26. Isaac, who is Abraham's son, must decide whether he will trust and obey God. That seems like something we talk about often here on Chicken and Waffles. So let's find out what happens. Genesis chapter 26, verses 1 through 5. A severe famine now struck the land as it happened before in Abraham's time. So Isaac moved to Gerar, where Abimelech, king of the Philistines, lived. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. Live here as a foreigner in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. I hereby confirm that I will give all these lands to you and your descendants, just as I solemnly promised Abraham, your father. I will cause your descendants to become as numerous as the stars of the sky, and I will give them all these lands. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. I will do this because Abraham listened to me and obeyed all my requirements, commands, decrees, and instructions. All right, so let's start with our first question. And what is that question? What does it mean? Right, good job. That's our chicken question. Now, Isaac had heard all of his father's stories of God's promise and faithfulness when he was grown up. He knew that he was this child of promise, but now is the first time that he's got to decide whether he will trust God's directions. And God made the same offer to Isaac that he made to his dad, Abraham. Follow me, and I will bless the whole world through you. Now, God's first direction to Isaac, stay right here in Gerar, don't go to Egypt, 
and I will bless you. But here's the thing. Isaac had always had his dad in all of these situations in the past, right? Because now Abraham, his dad, has passed away, and he's the one in charge of the family. So this is the first time where he must make the choice whether to trust God or not. See, I want you to always remember that everybody in the Bible had a choice in whether they were going to trust God or not. Just because they're in the Bible doesn't mean that they automatically were going to obey him. They had to make a choice, just like you and me have to make a choice. Now, Isaac knew all the stories, but what his actions revealed that he believed those stories. Well, you know what Isaac decided Verse 6 tells us that he decided to stay in Gerar. And then, do you know what happened later on that year? Did God do what he said he would do? Let's check it out. Verse 12, when Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted for the Lord blessed him. Now, did you see what happened? God said, stay here and I will bless you. And so Isaac stayed and guess what? God blessed him. He did exactly what he said he would do. In fact, he harvested a hundred times more than he planted. Wow, that is a massive harvest. And so God honored his word because Isaac obeyed him. And so Isaac learned firsthand that God is faithful to keep his promises. So I want you to remember our big idea today is I discover God is faithful when I obey his directions. Now, what's our second question? What should I do? That's our waffle question because I want you to remember that learning God's word should impact the decisions I make and the actions I take. Well, let me tell you a quick little story about when I first started to trust God to do whatever he told me to do. Now, this was a long time ago. This was back in 2002, way before you were alive. Now, at this point, I needed a new car. I was a, I was just a few years out of college. The car that I had was old. Now, it was a Saturn and had over 200,000 miles uh, on it, and she was dying a brutal death. Now, she was a blue Saturn, and I called her the Navy Nun. Yes, I don't know why I called her the Navy Nun. That was just my funny name for her, but that's what I called her all the time. And the sunroof no longer worked on her. It made this horrible noise whenever I turned left. Like, it was a horrendous noise. And worst of all, the air conditioner had gone out. And I lived in Mississippi at this point, and it was about to be summer. And I don't know if you've ever been to Mississippi in the summer. Not a pleasant place because it's so hot. And I had $5,000 at this point to replace my car. That was it. I didn't have anything more uh, because then I wouldn't have been able to eat. And I did not want to go into debt to buy a car. Now, what does that mean to go into debt? That means that you buy something that you don't have enough money for, and then they allow you to pay back the full amount a little bit at a time. Now, God's word says that the borrower is slave to the lender And it also says that God will provide for all of our needs. And so I decided that I was going to trust God to provide a car for me that was within my $5,000 
budget and not go into debt. And you know what? I started looking and I looked and I looked and I looked and I looked and I couldn't find anything. And I even went to some dealerships. And one time I told a car salesman, hey, this is what I'm looking for. This is my budget. And you know what he did? He laughed in my face and said, you're not going to find that. That is not going to happen. I mean, man just laughed right in my face, right? But I kept looking and trusting that the Lord was going to provide for me within my budget of $5,000. And one day I was driving down the highway in the town I was living in, and I came across this black SUV that had just been put out on the road. I was the very first person to stop and look at it. And you know what? It was in good condition. Everything was nice on the outside and on the inside. And when I called and then I purchased it, do you know what the price of this vehicle was? It was $4,995. I had $5 to spare. God had provided for me because I was willing to trust his word and believe that he was going to provide. And do you know what I realized that day? I began to learn that if I make decisions that obey God's word, then he will be faithful and provide for me. It's not always going to be easy. You know what? I was filled with worry a bunch during that time, and somebody even laughed in my face. But you know what? God provided at just the right time. This was the time in my life that my faith in God began to be my own. I had heard all those Bible stories growing up, probably like you, and I knew all the right answers from God's Word, but it wasn't until I started acting on those truths that I began to learn that God is truly faithful. And I want the same for you, but I want you to learn this lesson way earlier than when I learned it. I want you to learn it as a preteen, not wait until you're an adult like me. I want you to see that God is faithful whenever you obey his direction. So my challenge for you is to choose to obey God's directions that he's already given you in the Bible. So I want you to honor your parents even when you don't want to this week. Or be kind when other people are mean. Or be truthful when other people lie. Or talk to the kid that has no friends. You know what? It may be hard. You might even lose a friend in the process. You might even have people make fun of you. And life may even seem unfair at points. But you know what you're going to learn firsthand? That everything in the Bible is true and that God is faithful to keep his promises. Now, will God always provide a hundred times more after you obey like he did with Isaac? (laughs) No. You know what? I've been doing this long enough to realize that. But what I have learned is that he will provide exactly what you need every single time. Putting God's word to action is the only way to become unforgettable. And it's the only way to truly learn that God is faithful. Are you ready to discover that this week? I hope so. Let's do this together. All right, so... What does it mean? I discover God is faithful when I obey his directions. And what should I do? Choose to obey God's directions that he's given us in the Bible. 
Hey, thank you for joining me again today. If you want to dive deeper in with God's Word and read along with these episodes that I release for Chicken and Waffles, then what I want you to do is ask your parents to go out to my website, chickenandwafflespodcast.com, and request my free resource that I have for parents out there because that resource includes all the future episodes that we're going to be doing in the coming weeks, and then you can read along with what I'm going to be talking about because I want you to read the Bible for yourself. Don't just rely on me. I want God to be able to speak directly to you through his word. Now, remember, every time you learn and obey God's word, you're becoming unique and unforgettable, just like chicken and waffles. I'll see you next time.